Hello world, this is Cram, and this is The Tune In, a pedestrian's podcast getting to know our pick of some of Australia's most exciting emerging acts heading into 2020. We're brought to you by our good friends at Jack Daniels, and we're here at the SB, the iconic live Australian music mecca on the shore of St Kilda here in Melbourne, the greatest music city in the world. Uh, the tunes we just heard were from Groove City, amazing duo from Melbourne, and today I've got them here in the studio to talk to me. Please welcome the iconic, the enigmatic, the dramatic and the beautifully dressed Groove City. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. Dan. Firstly, I have to say, Dan. No, Dan. Dan, yeah. Dan and Cal. Cal. Right, cool. I love your suits. They are fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, thank please, you, sir. Please, can you give me a little bit of a background about these, uh, these suits you got? Uh, just slowly accumulated the the velvet i once went out to the old crombie mm. and my friend uh <laughs> i love this story. he said he just he he was like if you can keep paying for this night i'll give you this jacket and wow the deal was done the deal wow. <laughs> he woke up the next day and was like that was a stupid deal uh, it was a huge i recorded the whole thing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's done you wrote you actually wrote a contract so, <laughs> so that explains that one what about this one? Did you have to copy, or you just got? No, two? I, I, my housemate was actually like, I don't wear this anymore. I was like, Can I take that off you? Oh my just, god! That's exactly. like, yeah, what are the chances? Yeah. I know. It's and then just as Groove City started, I was like, I've got these two velvet jackets, so we've been wearing them for. Like so, do you think that years. in some ways, some kind of subconscious message from planet Earth yes, was saying, yes, I do. "You guys <laughs> need to wear these fucking yeah, these definitely jackets yeah. together." And cut some fucking awesome funky totally, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so lucky because, yeah, when we started, I mean, I'd like, yeah, my fashion was never like, I wasn't focusing on it. It wasn't like, didn't in tuck the it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not tucking. Uh, but then when Group City started, Cal took the reins and was like, dude, we're dressing up hard every gig. And it makes like, such a wait, difference. Shirt's not tucked in, yeah, dude. Tucked yeah. in. And now I always tuck. Right. And I think people that don't tuck are slobs. When you first started making tracks, together and this whole suit thing first started happening <laughs> i know it's kind of a weird thing where it's sort of let's just fuck shit up and have fun and then all of a sudden it's like oh this is actually really good and all yeah, of a sudden exactly oh, this is went. our job now like yeah, you yeah. know is that how it kind of spun because in all of your clips and in your tracks and i've seen um some of your dj sets you just you guys are just having such a laugh and yeah. it's like this is fucking sick but at the same time you, you really want to just yeah. bang it out we, we started making these tunes and obviously disco and funk comes from such an era of glam. I just kind of yeah. had that vision from the get-go to be like every show we do, we kind of have to have a look. Yeah. And then over the years, the look's kind of developed into a, like a tighter knit thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, well, we're going to have a, we're going to be drinking G&Ts and dressing up anyway. Why don't we just make tracks and get paid for it at the same yeah. time, you know? Yeah, that's just... It was totally like that. Like we, we were taking it like semi-seriously and we, and, and we started getting those first initial shows yeah. And then we just saw how much fun people were having, and we we're like, yeah. "Oh, do we, yeah, we should really give this a proper crack." Yeah. And, then, and then we did, and it was sick. And I think the first one that kind of like uh, pushed over the edge for us was when we did Lost Paradise, mm. and we had like an early set at like one of the little side stages, but it was like um, forty degrees. Yeah, um, yeah. So we we're playing like super early at this festival, and luckily it was the dress up day, so people were like dressing up, and they're kind of like just starting to wander into the festival. The stage was set up right where people like enter in from the campsite. 
And we got like people doing like, uh, what do they call it? We flash like a, mobs. Yeah, we had a flash mob, a conga line. What's a flash mob? Or like everyone started doing like the sidestep oh, together. That is sick. And the whole oh crowd, I'm talking like, like so it was the first time yeah. we played in front of like a few hundred people, like 500, well, 600 people. It started with, there was like, we were about to start and there was like 20 people there. And we're like, yeah. oh no. And then yeah. we like walk onto stage and then all of a sudden there's like at least 500 people there. Just, wow. Just and then after that, we're like, yeah, this is really fun. And are Penny. you getting into production now? Like you're starting to sort of use more elaborate production lights and sort of any sort of screening or what? When, how does the show work? Cause I've never yeah. seen you play. So we uh, started in the clubs just doing the DJ guitar thing. So having that live element with mm. the DJ set um, and a whole bunch of dancing there as well. And then when we wanted to step it up and uh, kind of do like we did Oxford Art and Night Cat here, um, we're like, okay, we'll add heaps more live elements. And uh, we didn't get so much into like getting visuals up on the screen yeah. or like our yeah. own production, but we're very like, we went up to the sound, uh, the lighting guy at the start and we're like, these are the points that you need to know. So it's kind of like, I think it's just starting like to get the key to that moments point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it needs to like be yeah. gold at that point. And it's yeah, like, the coloring you need to suits that. the song. And Do you like have we, someone that you no, to work with? No, it hasn't with? really gotten to that point yet. But it, obviously, but that's, that's the plan. Like, oh, that's yeah. where you would yeah. like to go. Absolutely. Yeah. How did you get into that sort of guitar playing? Like, is that uh, just my dad? My dad showed me all of that music. Both, like both of us, yeah. just been listening to that and like Jamiroquai, uh my whole life, really. And was that a common thing between the two of you when you first became friends? That yeah. you just. How long ago was that? Like, how long have you guys known each other now? We've known each other since we were about 20, so like yeah. five years. Yeah. But yeah. we grew up, incidentally, around the corner from each other. Yeah, our yeah. childhood homes were like the next block. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. so whereabouts? Whereabouts? In Castle Hill in Sydney. Oh, that's crazy. And then uh, we didn't actually get to enjoy the fruits of living around the corner from each other our whole yeah. life <laughs> until we were 20. <laughs> maybe only in a subconscious way. Yeah. And yeah. maybe you were kind of listening to the same records. Yeah. Um, also, it, I wanted to also ask you about your DJ sets and it's this weird thing with um, you kind of like you're lucky to be able to do exist in both these worlds mm, and then yeah. sort of be able to coexist for not just for work but for the fun yeah. and I was watching um, on YouTube one of your sets from I think you played at Bondi North Bondi RSL or Hotel and yeah. it was just sick and you just like and you're playing guitar yeah. at the same time is that is that how you do it so you play tracks and then you just play yeah. guitar yeah. So we, that's actually one of our first uh DJ sets that we kind of like that, filmed. That one I was watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how it started. We uh, we choose a lot of songs that the guitar is in quite in the background already, uh, so that I could play the line over or oh, make change, a different one or change, change the line or harmonize or whatever. Uh, so you can illuminate the track yeah. a little bit yeah. by not sort of getting bring in the out, way of, bring, yeah. yeah, bring out the guitar that's there and make it more prominent. And yeah. there's been a few times as well where. Um, Oh, just quickly as well. The reason why this set started is was work. Like a guy hit us up for for a show, and we'd done two little live things playing original stuff. And he's like, "Would you guys do a DJ set? Do you have one?" I was like, "Well, let's make one." Yeah, and we made that, and then it turned out to be super fun. But yeah, um, yeah a few times now we found the stems of like old disco tracks and just removed the guitar from it. Oh and wow! Re like kind of remixed it a little bit, boosted it up, and then spat it back out so Cal can do his thing with the guitar. Yeah. It's also been a, a a cool element to use to transition to, between songs. So I'll, totally. I'll be, it helps, I'll be it helps me my job a lot. Yeah. I'll be grooving on a song and then I'll I'll just kind of stick to that one kind of jam and then he'll instead of like 
mix between the two songs, I'll just kind of keep it going and bring yeah. in another song. And yeah. he can like key change it for me. So he's doing all the, the, the mixing when it comes to like the keys and stuff. Doing I'm doing all the hard work. <laughs> it's awesome. It's just such yeah. a, it, I guess while I wanted to talk about that aspect of your work is because it's like you're doing all this other shit as well as like, you know, dressing up and doing a big show, production kind of theatrical mm. show, which is awesome. But then you kind of like producers at the same time. Mm. We were just talking about, did a thing with um, with Wave Racer, and we were discussing the word producer and what it meant and stuff. And um, like, do you guys see yourselves as producers as well as yeah, artists? I, like, I certainly do. Yeah. yeah. And as a, as a result of saying yes, um, have you worked with other artists, like other singers? Is it something that you would be interested in, in like um, producing other other acts or getting singers in, or also doing remixes for other acts, other artists? The remix thing is something that we're been doing a bit of like yep. unofficially for a while now and uh we've had other singers like just friends that we've enjoyed working with yeah. come yep. in and play on our tracks and the, <clears throat> the idea of producing for someone else is a a, a long roaded question because well of, yeah like for, for me <laughs> i think we have so much stuff with the two projects now that i just want to focus on the production when it comes to that and just even just in the terms of not like are you going to produce a record for someone in the next yeah, year yeah. Like oh, just, yeah. just hypothetically into because i'm, I'm my, my sort of process in these interviews is pretty ethereal like i'm always talking about the the concept yep. of what we're yeah, trying yeah. to do as much so, as what we are doing. Yeah. So I, let's I, say in a hypothetical yeah, yeah. world, so if someone I, really cool asked you, hey, I you guys produce my, uh, just one track for me or a record if we yeah. can afford to do it? I, I think one thing I could definitely be better at is being the producer like, or like the engineer in the room where like you have to get the best take out of someone. I've gotten pretty good. Uh, we made a song with this uh, buddy Ellen who's uh, like a vocalist but she's never been, she'd never been in a session and yeah. recorded. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to kind of learn through that process to like how to get the best take from her. And she wasn't like ad, like when she sang it away from the recording booth, ad libbing, whipping out little riffs, and it was sick, but I couldn't get it. She got the the white line. Yeah, couldn't get it out of her. So I think what I ended up doing just for that particular one, how I went about it was I was like, okay, I'm just going to play the track, don't sing any of the lyrics, and then just like whip out little ad libs here and there like whatever yeah. you feel like ooh yeah yeah and then i got heaps of that and just had to chop and put it in the right place wow so that's how i kind of went about like that but i'm sure there's so many different ways people work just tell me about your um i know you guys are doing spilt milk or you're yeah. about to do it yeah that's tell me week. about that festival and if you're looking forward to it and what what is going to happen there will you survive yeah. well we've got a we've got a newly crafted set for it okay um, we're going to be testing that tonight actually yep uh, we've got a new song coming out just the day before it that we're going to be playing in the set. So tell us about the song and tell us about the set. The song is called Shape Up yep. and it's about cutting shapes on the dance floor. Oh, with, sick. With your friends awesome. at, at a festival or a party. Yep. Um, there's a there's a Spider-Man reference in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I Spider-Man died, 3. Have you seen Spider-Man 3? I love it. Yes. And, you know when he dyes his hair black because he's got venom in it? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lyric in there where it's like I'm walking down the street uh, to the beat 
I feel like Peter Parks in Spidey 3 when he died, he said, Dark. It's just, it's just a fun song. Yeah, yeah and the awesome. set, uh, we start with like a really long extended intro of Whitney Houston singing um, I'm oh. Every Woman. And, it's, oh, yeah. and it really, and we've tested like, that a few times yeah, now. And man, emotion. if I was at a festival and I heard someone whip that out to start their set, I'd be in. So Stop I'm giving excited. away all the Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Jeez, that whole, st- have you seen that documentary, that recent documentary about her? Whitney, yeah, I did watch it's it. really so sad and yeah. just yeah. the daughter and just just yeah. that concept of being a, um, sort of talking a little bit. It's funny you should mention that, but the concept of, of fame and success and all that because mm. it's weird like um, in, in the interviews I've done already, um, most people I know who are musicians have a slightly introverted quality and we're like sometimes and yet we're drawn to the stage where thousands of people are watching this. Yeah. It's like for, for normal people that's like standing in, in naked in the middle yeah. of Burke Street Mall, you know. But for, for musicians, I'm not saying you guys are necessarily that way, but it's a weird space to inhabit to put yourself out there. Yeah. And yet it's in a, when it works out, like you say when that first show that you did and all those people were dancing. And yeah. What was the dance called? You, you were... What was the dance? Oh, it, was, it was like flash, like the yeah, sides, the yeah, two-step yeah, flash yeah, mob. Yeah. And you just must have got this great feeling of like, um, you know, connection yeah. between all that. I, so I did. Just camaraderie. So not, you, like, you start by yeah. doing it just for yourself, but yeah. you start doing it for them and, and they're doing it for you and it becomes a really symbiotic thing. Yeah. But it's a like, do you ever have a, any feelings like after you get off stage and the gig's been amazing and you just, you know, you party and maybe the next day you're sitting at home and you're like, oh, what do I do now? Like if you don't have a gig, you know. Someone yeah. once told me After a very famous singer. Ones, yeah. yeah, very famous singer in Australia once told me said just life is just trying to get another a gig every yeah. day so you mm. so you can minimize the the downtime and you suffered from depression. Yeah. Um so what do you do to counter that if you're feeling a bit flat? And I mean if you guys work or you just get in the studio or just write heaps of music. Yeah. Just and, do, and hang out together. Like yeah. you, you hang yeah. out as much when you're not together as when you we live together so um oh that's sick yeah it's it's kind of all the time but um yeah i mean there's always those down points and like sometimes you have to like grind away at the bar while those gig while there's that gap in between gigs and stuff and uh yeah i think just looking forward to um those big ones and making the most of it at the time we always make the most of those yeah look it's as long as it it isn't harmful to you i don't actually think there's anything wrong in in a way it's actually a good space to just to release. It's like you can't be on top all the time because it's, it ceases to make, make any meaning of how jo- what joy is. Yeah. Exactly. So it's about like totally. the up and down and all yeah. artists have the same thing. There's something about tracks that you want. Why do you want to make tracks? Like give me an, an example. I know you probably hate questions like this, but why, why do you actually want to make music? What's the motivating factor? I, have, I feel like I've got a, a certain experience in just my love relationships over the since I've been an adult yeah and I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have had the same experience and all I want to do is share that with other people so you were trying just you sort of feeling a need to express yourself through yeah. through your work yeah yeah that's cool he tells oh to be honest I like I'm like not super tight with writing songs but I was this is why I was drawn to Cal in the first place was he was in this band before Groove City ever started and I actually tried to manage it when I was younger and like just was just wanted to be around Cal and like yeah. the music he was making. And I'm just so into like 
like your songwriter. This is just personal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get like this. As well. <laughs> like you, can but, um, you can hug the suits yeah. will mold together no, no, in a super I, suit. I really am just super into the way he writes music and yeah. his lyrics, and especially lately they're getting really good. So I'd, I'm just happy to be a part of it, and I love producing, the, like sitting there making the demos and mm. like recording it is some of the best fun I ever have. Like, it's also weird how, like I noticed that with you guys. So I, so I, didn't, I didn't on purpose research exactly what, each of you did individually mm-hmm. because I wanted to see collectively and now it sort of reveals itself through friendship. Definitely see that. But there's the songs and the production vibe and it's just that great. No, but it's, this is a beautiful thing. There's a lot of love floating around this room for, from, the, from, the, from, the, from the interviews <laughs> yesterday. Also that thing like in Great Friendship when, and this is the same in musical, all the musical collaborations including my band and other things I've done that have been really magical is when there's a really nice lock and different. You you have one set of skills. You have a different one, and then together you go. Oh, this is sick! Yeah. So everyone kind of really knows like naturally that. what's what their job is yeah. in a way. And then when you've got a decision to make, you work it out collaboratively. And mm-hmm. it always, if you're both happy, yeah. you're always right. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like a bit of a philosophical question. Yeah. Um, so who are who are you now, and who will you be in the future? Do you think, Cal? I now am <laughs> in a in a a better guitarist than I've been for a long time, mm. um, and that's because of Pissoir, the guitarist, and yep. in a very happy place because I feel like we are writing really good songs. And yep. I think because of that, in the future, hopefully, I like to dream really big that we'll yep. be touring internationally. Yep. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd love to be going around the European festival circuit yeah, and just for people to hear at least one album of the music that we write. And for you to have that adventure yeah, as well. Yeah, 100%. Kind of I, everyone, I think it's all what we all kind of want from our lives is as much adventure as possible Yeah, to sort of try and work out what the hell it's all about. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Uh, I should have thought while you were talking. <laughs> I was just listening. I was just super yeah. into it. Um, where am I now? Uh, it's going to be similar to Cal's because we're basically living the exact same life right now. But I'm in a really good space where I'm super proud of the stuff that I'm doing and kind of grinding out this bar job, which is not what I do, but it's for the greater cause, which is to get our music out there. Um, so I'm happy where I am right now and I can I could see the light at the end of the tunnel, which is, mm. yeah, ideally getting to record this album properly and, uh, yeah, just everyone hearing it. I think it's, yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just see, you're seeing more of the world but not buying flights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> myself. <laughs> it's the end game, right? Well said. Well said. I want best, a private jet. Yeah. Best, best answer of the week. <laughs> um Look, this is actually a great time. Like this whole concept, you know, when you've got something and you're feeling like this is sick and we're, we're doing stuff mm. and it, everything is looking forward. It's a great sense of hope and adventure ahead. So I just want to wish you both all the luck and good wishes in the world. And um, I you know, can't wait to see you live tonight. And Sorry. just go on that adventure, guys, because I think a lot of other people are going to come with you and I'm one of them. So oh, thanks, thanks to Groove City. Amazing. Cal, Dan, thanks a lot for coming on the tune in. I appreciate Cheers. it very thanks, much. Well 
If you want to hear more podcasts like the Tune In, visit the Pedestrian Podcast Network and subscribe to our channels on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and all other places where good podcasts are heard. Mm-hmm.